Are you ready to record? Ho! Good morning, everybody, and welcome to uh, Post Roll Podcast, episode 28. I believe it is. It is. This is called uh, Grant Colony. Grant Colony. <laughs> Grant Colony. Uh, I laid up in bed and came up with five new Grant titles, just in case uh, I don't have time to come up with a good one next time. Um, yeah, man. We got no Jimmy today. We got uh, Grant only. This is Grant only. Do you ever really have Jimmy? I do. <laughs> Last episode. Yeah. He was here. Um, yeah, man. So, Road to Pan Am's. This is it. This coming weekend. Are you ready? Can you feel it? Feel it. Let's feel this first. Feeling it? I like this song. I, d- I like it too. Do you listen to it in your track? The technique. <laughs> All week. Ian says, Colin's my girlfriend now. <laughs> Nogi's not my thing. I'll be back next week. How about uh, this fall? I think we're doing Nogi for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, good luck, Ian See how it goes Ian's like, I'm gonna come in a gi and tap you <laughs> Yeah, yeah Nogi's not my thing I'll have guns next time I show up I'm gonna have a pistol That's more my thing <laughs> Alright, uh, let's get to this Pan Ams Pan Ams, are you ready? I have to be You were telling me yesterday you're nervous I don't know if I'm nervous yeah. It's multifaceted Is it? You're, you were telling me that you feel a um, responsibility to do well on behalf of your um, Lord and Savior, uh, James. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Jesus. And then also James. Both starts with J. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you said f- f- because of James that you wanted to do well. You wanted to represent him well. Yeah. I mean, I think in anything you want to represent well, yeah. you know, I I have a little bit of like, nah, I wouldn't say PTSD. That's very, very strong language. But yeah, um, I did a super fight maybe a month ago, maybe two months ago. Yeah. And uh, drove up to Charleston, got tapped with like a crazy modified Ezekiel loop choke. Wow. Right. Ezekiel anything is always surprising to me when somebody gets it. I'm like, hey, you can't. I don't right. want to tap because it's weird. Yeah. And so um, went up there like it was a purple belt. It was last minute, no training, just kind of like, oh, baby, <laughs> you know, yeah. and the uh, minute 30, it got tapped, you know, and yeah. James wasn't disappointed. He's like, I was expecting you kind of get tapped, you know, <laughs> like, this, yeah, there's, there's a little bit more technique. There. Right. This is a purple bell. Was he got your size? No, he wasn't my size, but he's, a, he's like 58 co- co- competitions. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he had some experience with. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. So anyways, but the. That wasn't a big deal, and James was like, "No, I expected it. You you went out there, you kind of you did whatever. You you got your blue belt yesterday. You know, it was yeah. like literally like yeah. right then, um, and it was fun. It was kind of put yourself out there, da da da. You know, but then I get home and my wife's like, "Oh, really? You drove two hours to waste a minute? You oh, wait. no way! You wasted your whole day for the." And I'm like, Gosh. you know. And did so, you explain that there's value in that? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But she kind of gets that. Maybe not maybe. with four kids. You okay, know. <laughs> okay. Oh, right, right. Yeah, when there's stuff at home. Right, right. And so now I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Dallas, and it's like I'm just yeah. anxious about like what if it happens again? Like what if what if I go against some ogre who is rightfully better than me? And you show up, and I show up, and I lose in a first min- thing, and lose in a minute. And it's, it's After, like, oh yeah, there is a lot on that yeah, when you travel, and you're especially, like, yeah. you 
spent all this time and money and training, went to Dallas, and you lost in a minute 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just kind of like, that's why for me, my big thing is like, I just got to win the first match. Like, you just want to make it worthwhile to I don't go. care what happened. I don't care if I get gold, silver, bronze, or anything. I just don't want to lose, lose the first match. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah, want to yeah. prove that I, I should have been there. You know what I mean? Here's how you prove it. You go. Because the yeah. thing is, like, I'm not even going, right? You're not? No. Oh, That's what I'm saying is like when you went up to Charleston, did I go? Mm-mm. When you went to the previous one, did I go to that? No. So I don't compete at all. Right. Yeah. So Yet. you Well, yeah. Okay. So I probably will. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of people who don't even compete. Right, right, right. So you're doing that. That's right. a whole other thing. So that that's another level. That's good. Right. That's really good. So just the fact that you go there matters. You step on the mat. You're done. You did it. You, right. you did what you came for. Right. Don't don't let that pollute what you're doing and try to – because here's what will happen is maybe it gets in your head and then you hold on and hold on and you're stiff and you're not where you should be. Right. right, right. You need to just go in and throw it throw it forward, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're there. Once you're there, you're there. Right. And so that's the thing. I was talking to Jimmy last night for a while about this and it's weird. My jiu-jitsu is in a super unique phase. Like – I don't feel very confident in submissions. Like finishing them, you mean? Any submissions. Yeah. Because I've spent the last two and a half years doing what Pedro and James tell me. I've been working pure escapes. You know what I mean? I feel comfortable. I feel legitimately comfortable that I can escape from any position right now. Like yeah. Side control, mount. Like I can. I feel pretty comfortable that you can as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that is now leading into the next stage of my jujitsu. Is now I'm willing to try an arm bar because if I fall and he gets on top of me, okay, no big deal. Whereas before okay. I wouldn't necessarily try it because I don't. I don't want to lose position. lose position. So I just now have entered into the phase where I'm like, oh, I want to try some stuff. But I just entered it, and I was like, well, Pan Ams is this weekend. So yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's you don't cool. win by escaping. <laughs> like, oh man, that'd be that, hilarious. That was a dope jetty, escape. You know, the, run, the whistle blows and everything. Ah, you escaped. <laughs> He's out. Ah, Grant wins. Right. You're right. That would be pretty cool. The escape. What would that be? Like a, just a tournament on escapes? Just an escape tournament? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, escape yeah. room. It'll be called escape room. <laughs> and Grant hosted by co- Grant Russ Kelly. That's co- copyrighted, I think. Is it? I don't know. No. Yeah. But even so, so I was in this tournament in Charleston and I went against a brown belt my size. Yes. You know? Yeah, that everybody lost to, by the way. Right. But I uh, escape, 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 escape. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I lost on points, you know? But I didn't get tapped by a brown belt who is my weight, who is, you know, which is remarkable. Which is an ap- apples to apples thing. It's not yeah. like a, oh, I didn't get tapped by a black belt who was 75 pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like equal. In yeah. every measurable way. And it's like, so that brought confidence. If I can escape and keep myself safe against a brown belt, even if he is just a, I don't, he could be an excellent brown belt, a mediocre brown belt. He's a brown belt, you know? Yeah. Then I'm like, okay. that Like that tournament for me brought a lot of peace because I went against blue belts my size brown belts my size and yeah. i've never done that before this is my that was my first tournament as a blue belt oh wow yeah you serious okay and so now i'm like oh okay no matter what happens i'm not i'm not nervous i'm not nervous about what 
okay, he takes me down. All right, cool. I know how to do this and how to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, there is confidence in... Do you have a go-to? Do you have anything you're going to like that you're like, all right, I'm going for this submission mostly? Or all the people who are watching this from Pan Am's. So oh, I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Is, is Zaid going or, <laughs> Zaid, or Ian? Zaid's going. Are you, is he going to end up in your division? No. Zaid, well, he's super young. He's right. Not, so he's uh, he's actually... He's per- super young. I didn't know. <laughs> he's 12. <laughs> No, he's I, on here, by the way. He said you're the ogre. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. worried about the ogre? You're the ogre. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Zayd's like 22. Well, the point is they're the only ones on, so say yeah. what you want. Yeah. So, yeah. no, Zayd's Zay, purple belt, so. Yeah. So, he's so what do you think? Belt. What do you think you'll go for? Well, James and I talked through strategy. Okay, which yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's really great. Right. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah, so. Dude, I could, I've never had a strategy going yeah. into a tournament. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, there's submission and then don't get submitted. Right. Got it. Right. <laughs> don't eat right before. <laughs> Got it. Go go potty. Check. Potty. <laughs> uh, so for for me, we've done tons of hand fighting. He's like, dude. You're not a wrestler. You're not this. You're not that. So let's work with what you've got. You know, lots of hand fighting, trying to get to a side, trying to get to singles, like just Russian ties, just very. What is your stand up strength? Uh, hand fighting. I yeah. Mean, hand fighting, arm drags, you know. Yo, I mean, for the stand up, for, for the takedown itself, what is your strength? Like, what do you go for typically? Singles and that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Singles from the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so he's like, all right. How long is the match? Six minutes? He's like, first three minutes, balls to the wall, takedowns. Let's yeah. go. Like, hand fighting, get a little get a shot here, do this, don't go crazy, but, like, aggressively go for three minutes. Because my fear, and I see this a lot in IBJJF, in any tournament, like, even with the brown belt, I went, I could have, if I wanted to, stand up the whole time. You could have just stayed there and negated everything. Oh yeah, and then you know he's gonna get in on your legs or whatever like that. Not, I, I didn't. I the both the times I was taken down is it was a failed shot on my part. Okay, or he went, I went for a guillotine and then he powered through it. Oh. So it was like those are the two times I was taken down in that tournament by him. Okay, and so it wasn't, it wasn't anything he did. It was my error, you know. Yeah. And I've seen that a lot in tournaments. Even I've gone again. I'm like. Man, I could I could literally just stand up with you the whole time if I wanted to. Yeah. Have you worked on judo much? Mm-mm. Man, I feel like judo would be a good thing for you just because of the torque in your body and the fact that you're not super tall for your strength. You're tall. <laughs> Dude, you're not tall for your strength. That's, a, <laughs> that's a weird. You're not super tall for your size. Makes I mean, sense. But, what I mean yeah. is... Like, <laughs> you're not very... <laughs> is that a way to call somebody heavy? Yeah. You're not very tall for your strength. <laughs> You're not very... uh a complimentary way to say that. You're not very large for your speed. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, um, you're not. I mean, like, as strong as you are, you're not a, You're not super tall. You know, if you were, like, 6'4". You're four, not very handsome for your weight. <laughs> <laughs> what, how tall are you? Are you... Are you 5'11"? No. 6'1"? I am, no. I'm... 4'2". No. <laughs> I'm 6 even. 6 even. Perfect. No. So you're not... But you you uh, you have the strength of a 6'4 man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. So for, for you to be that much below the base of someone in your weight class is a good thing for judo. Right. And Which I is think it'd be great. Super you know? interesting because the guys that are my 
wait, I'm I'm deceptively heavy. Right. Yeah. Like I'm two seventy five. These guys are huge. They're gonna be much bigger than they're you. very, very tall. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so judo would be a really, really you know, dr- uh, being able to hit drops because you have shorter legs, you can keep the hooks off. If in fact somebody does try to take your back off a drop, say Unagi or something mm. like that, that might uh, going forward. I mean, I don't know what James would say about this, but I'm sure it matters a lot. <laughs> but I think you should work on that stuff because yeah. that would be a great place for you to start out uh, for takedowns. Um, do you when you do them? Do you feel like you uh, when you when we do that stuff in class? Do you feel confident with it? Oh, I love it. You know? I just it's just it takes way more practice than. I'm it, like for I'm a tournament. Drop Zainagi, everyone. Yeah, and it's like because I can. I feel like I, I'm like, oh yeah, I can get it. And then I tried it. I did. I did it in a tournament. It was ugly, you know. Yeah. I do have. It's weird. I I do have a lot of force. Like mm-hmm. in the tournament, I did a. You know, it was gi. You know, collar grab, and then the sleeve, and then I literally just dropped Pulled. him, and then stuck my leg out. Oh yeah. Yeah, and got him twice. Oh, wow. You know, and then it's just like. Just because, you know, mm-hmm. you got a little ball of 270 rolling backwards. Yeah. yeah. You know. Plus, you know, you're putting him in his toes and you yeah. put your foot in the right place. I mean, that's really, yeah, that's all that matters. When we were doing those little uh, step, what's the one where you step, and then you, and you sweep the feet? I did that with Paul. We were drilling that back a year and a half ago or whatever when we were drilling it. I happened to be with Paul and I was, it was a perfect example for me to see like this really, really works. Right. Because he was like a feather when I got it right. Right. The one time I got it right, it was like, whip. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that added to the fact that you have a little lower base. You're there quicker. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm like the Drew of two two. Uh, <laughs> the Drew of two seventy. Two seventy. What is your weight class? Uh, unlimited. Unlimited. Okay. So do you have to cut to that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Sorry. No. I mean, so it's, we'll do that. it's crazy. We'll do that during the. It, it could. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Le- legitimately, it could be six eight. 500 pound guy sure like unlimited right yeah so yeah there's no cap <laughs> and from hawaii right and you're like what <laughs> it's the polynesian powerhouse yeah. oh my gosh yeah so weird the mountain decided that he wanted to he wanted to try jiu-jitsu <laughs> hey wait i saw a video of that actually I did, did and, you see that where he's yeah, fighting and he Gunnar? signed up for pandems in my division shut up no i'm just kidding oh, okay <laughs> no, no, but that could happen there's a video of him uh training with Gunnar nelson yeah yeah. yeah, you did see that. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm just gonna lay here because I don't uh, know what to do." Yeah, he went in <laughs> look very like, good. Like, Argh. but he was trying. He's yeah. like, "I'm compelled to type," you know, yeah. that voice they have. But you know, what I'm saying like, <laughs> that's an option. That's yeah. that's on the table for me, right? Could, that's not on the table up. for you. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm limited. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do you fear that? Do you fear having like a guy so big that it's like no? Because there's advantages and disadvantages. I feel like they're not as mobile, right? Right. You're very quick. I don't know about that, but I experience you as very quick for uh, for, for someone a... your size and strength. <laughs> you're very quick. You're quick for your strength. <laughs> I do though. You're quick for your ears. Yeah, <laughs> you are though. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I feel like uh, we were just training yesterday, and you're uh, you were speedy. Your your hand, your hand speed was fast and. There was a guy. Let me tell this story real quick. I was in Wisconsin, and um, and I was with uh, Balen Hay. Got it. Bill Bill Krieg. I was training up there at um, Fox Valley Grappling Club, and he goes, "Hey, I need you to do some. Uh, we're gonna do some pummeling drills. Uh, and here, here, you, you go with House. And uh, House is this guy that's uh, six nine four forty. I don't know if I, I've told you. Have you heard this story? I have. 
You have? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, and uh, I was pum- I was we were doing you know hand pum- just uh, the regular pummel drill, and uh, his hand speed was faster than mine. Because uh, he's been a nose guard his whole life. Yeah, uh, for sure. That's all we work on defense. I play D tackle. Right. So I was like, Is that what that's from? You think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We did hand speed drills in practice. Heck every day. yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. That guy was so quick. I'm like, what is happening to me? And he also could be in my division. He could be in your division. <laughs> six nine four forty. <laughs> right. Man, two guys six nine four forty. Oh, you told me that. They yeah, where they had to re- they had to build a special cage, and they still frame. broke it. <laughs> and with no, they didn't break it. What happened was opening, you know, bell, bang, bang, and they charge one guy charged the other. They went against the side of the cage, and the cage lifted, and then went wham, and everybody went ooh yeah. in the, in the uh, whatever casino or yeah. school or wherever that was. You know? YMCA. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like that. It was just. Uh, you know, it's 900 pounds of dude. That's mm. a lot of dude. That's a lot of dude. I don't have to tell you that. You're 275. Yeah. yeah. And you could be fighting a 400-pound man. Have you had that happen? Where you uh, ended up in a with somebody really, really much larger than you? Mm-hmm. Uh, not, I wouldn't say. I went against a brown belt who was probably like 40 pounds heavier than me. Yeah. Yeah, he was 6'5". You said something interesting because we were at the Pedro... Uh, so it was a Petra seminar, basically. He came and did a class with us, and uh, it was so cool. Yeah. And um, but he did the thing you always say, which is like people always talk trash about them. the big the guy. guy. Yeah, the big guy. Yeah, this so. is how you we- beat the big guy. Yeah, the damn big guy. He's always there, you know. Uh, and then this is how we kill him. And then you're like, but I'm the big guy. So, <laughs> so what about me, man? Um, which is an interesting perspective because there are a lot of bigger guys, and we never think about that as an ism. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's almost like a form of racism or right. something where. Now that I'm aware of it, I can't unsee it. Right. And I think of you every time I hear somebody say it, I look at you to make sure you're okay. <laughs> it's not fair, man. They're from a different generation. <laughs> we don't think that way, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, so that being said, um, there should be a special um, approach to how big guys learn jiu-jitsu or are taught jiu-jitsu because mm-hmm. uh, where, it's, where there's not all this big guy hate. Um, that being said, you said you knew of something. Is there is there that stuff? There must be online. A I was bit. looking at it yesterday. Well, okay. Big guy jujitsu. Do you get anything from it? Nah, I mean, is nah. it just kind of a is it just kind of a farce, like a joke? Kind uh, of? No, I think it's legit it's for real stuff. But yeah. it's, it's kind of like it's like very uh, demeaning. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, um, since I, I you're think, not going to be able to move very fast here, right? Is it, it like that? Kind of, yeah. and it's like. Because you're fat, we assume oh. that you eat a lot. So oh. instead of calling this move the paper cutter, we're going to call it the pizza roll. Oh, <laughs> they're doing that. Right, right. Yeah. And you don't think and that's... And you're like, yeah. you hold your hand like a waiter <laughs> under his arm <laughs> and then go in for the dough. You know? It's yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So it's because it's uh, they're trying to market it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're not being demeaning. They're just trying to make it funny. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But you don't like that. No, and the guys that are doing it are... Big guys, like typical, like you know, oh, okay. they're not like they're not like the mountain. You know what I mean? Oh, they're right. not yeah. yoked and like yeah, 
really because you're not you're not either you're a, a, I mean you're not a, a big fat like waste of space guy or not that you know you're like you're not like and where you have a lot of wasted space like a lot of fat and yeah. not a lot of muscle James says I'm marbled you, you have a lot of muscle <laughs> you're marbled that's perfect yeah. you are yeah. yeah you are just you have a larger frame genetically yeah. and then you also have a lot of muscle and strength and torque yeah. there's a lot of guys like you in jujitsu right oh, man you guys need a niche right but at the same time it is it is there is a curse. I don't know if you see a curse for big guys. Like, name a big guy who has made it. Uh, you know, okay, so I was just watching. You know, I, I watched. But do you know what I mean? You know, yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I wanted to say this because this is, applies to what you're saying. I was watching. Um, uh, some Gordon, you know, lately people been watching Gordon Ryan, and I was like, all right, let's break down some old matches and see what what the progression of Gordon Ryan was, because I'm curious about this. Um, if we're gonna revere a style, let's see where it started and where it, how it grew. So I went back and I was looking at previous matches, and I got to, um, oh man, now I'm gonna forget his name. Begins with a Z. Um, his last name Zaid. No, <laughs> Zaid. Um, so uh, I'll look it up, but it's Zol, it's uh, Zol something, but um. Or is a Brazilian guy, um, or maybe it has a Z in it. Anyway, little dude, <laughs> he's shorter than Gordon Ryan. has has almost no neck, and um, he did really well against Gordon. Mm-hmm. He did really well at getting getting uh, his legs back in and staying active, and and kind of keeping the leg dexterity from being as much of a problem for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that that uh, Gordon uses. Uh, there was something about the way that he fought Gordon that was more that I felt was was. A little more challenging for Gordon than anybody else I had seen in any of the other mm-hmm. matches, right. and I thought that was interesting because this guy was not your classic fit-looking dude. He actually had some like girth to the middle. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like an athletic-looking strong man. He was mm-hmm. strong for sure, and 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 obviously a high-level jujitsu guy. Mm-hmm. But um, but he wasn't built like that. He was built uh, more round with like uh, shorter legs, shorter femurs, which I think is a big part of like. That shape that like you, I think you have it at your weight. You have shorter femurs than the guys you're going to roll against, and that matters because it's a you know being able to move your hips quickly um, and get your get your legs in and and regard and these things. You know that's something you can do that they probably can't, and you're mm. going to beat them to the punch on these things. Um, so so you know designing your jujitsu around that would matter. Um, so when you say uh, curse. Uh, I think I think uh, I don't know. Or, or when you asked, uh, has anybody made it or whatever? That guy's super high level, right? But you you know what I'm saying like what is every what every four million view jujitsu video is it's be some a... little guy beating a huge oh. black belt oh, or the mountain or right. yeah yeah this like the, there was one in like Japan. It was like this two striped five hundred and fifty pound white belt goes against black belt and it was just like watch him choke him out. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. David versus Goliath. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. And so and there's that. Well even when we were drilling or positional sparring yesterday, what did you say? You're like, oh you can get away with that. You're a big guy. Yeah. With your head. Right. And that's what happens. What? When I was when I was dipping my head in and I was like you're like Yeah, Careful. I was like saying stop it. that. Right. Yeah. Because, because I'm like because you get away with it. So that's what you're saying is that you get away with things. And Every, so you're not learning certain things the same way because you're getting well, away with no, it. Well, I'm not saying for me because James is. Right. right. James but is, I'm saying you have to make a conscious effort right. to absorb and learn certain things because they don't typically apply to you with every opponent. Right. And if you don't, you become a brown belt and a black belt that's getting smoked. But, by bro, a, 
other brown belts yeah. and black belts because you never learned it. Right. Just- yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're saying that that's a limit. But here's the thing. Every body type has that limit. Look at Jimmy. He has the same limit. He has uh, kind of a longer shin than most people. So he, um, there's certain things he gets away with with movement right. that you shouldn't be able to get away with. Right. And then it actually does cost him when he's with somebody that technically knows how to shut it down. Right. 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 So uh, every body type has its thing. Right. It's just, right. It's just what, like what James and Pedro say. Do you know Chad, Chad um, Purdue? Uh, no. He's a Coast Guard guy, little guy. Oh, okay. Or, yeah. or Seth. Yeah, yeah. Seth. Inversion. Oh, oh, no. I know Chad. Yeah. Yeah. But either of those guys, mm-hmm. they don't have a choice. They don't have a choice when they roll with me. They have to frame. They have to do it correctly. Oh, yeah. They they don't have a choice or else they get smashed or they get yeah. like so yeah. purely by nature, mm-hmm. they have to learn it correctly. Power, though. Power does, you know. No. Yeah. I'm just, it, I know yeah, what you mean. Yeah, I, do, I know what you mean. I, That's why there's a lot of really technical small dudes, and that makes sense. Right. And the technical small dude will beat the strong powerhouse. But, that, but that's where body type informing technique ends, right? There is with the little guy. Mm-hmm. And because the medium size to to large guys, we or person, people, we all have our we all have our attributes mm-hmm. that allow us to get away with bad technique. Right. Yeah, so I mean, as much as I want to say, you know what, big guys have it tough, and I agree, man, I'm with you. You know, you know, the, these things are harder because of this, that, and whatever. You're like every other jujitsu person that says, "Screw the big guy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I, I want to be on your side with this, but by the same token, everybody who's not a little little guy has has an attribute that's letting them get away without technique. Right. So you, so everybody has to make a conscious decision to use technique, even when. Even when you don't have to, right? So that you can practice. Well, and that's it. what makes a great coach. Yeah, that's the Danahers, the Jameses yeah, to remind say, you. You, yeah, you can do that, but it's not going to work in two years. You know what I mean? He, you've got to do the technique. You've got to do it this way. You know what I mean? James said something super uh, important uh, the other day when Waller and I were rolling, and um, one of us—I won't say which one—to uh, be fair—was uh, before or after you broke his rib. Uh, it was before uh, <laughs> framing, uh, framing with a hand, mm-hmm. um, not against the uh, wrist. And uh, you know, we're we're both at the level that we should know that. Mm-hmm. You know, we and and I in in my defense. Or in the defense of the person who was not doing it, <laughs> they should have said something. The one who was doing it, uh, you know. Anyway, uh, he corrected it and said, "What are you doing on your hand there? That that's not a that's not a frame. That's a frame, right?" Right. And then and then he sat back and said, "Okay, listen, guys." And he went on this kind of like kind of a long diatribe about taking responsibility for your own learning. Right. And I was like, "Oh man, he's right. Yeah. We got to take responsibility for our own learning, not just for our own, but like our partner. Right. And you know, if, if I'm rolling with you, like mm-hmm. you and I are tight enough now, where we're rolling, I can say to you openly, like, man, this this is working right now. But this, like what we did with the head thing, yeah. this is working. But don't you know, th- you're ducking your head down. Right. And uh, with with um, someone else, if they're not framing correctly, I should be able to say, bro, you and I both know you're supposed to frame here. Please, you know, do that. Right." These things matter because those moments sink well, and, in. And if you have an excellent partner, because I've had bad partners and mm-hmm. I've had great partners. And one of the best things in the world for me is when a dude's got a choke or he's got something and it's just wrong. It's just a crank or it's just – and I'm like, hey, this isn't not going to work. Yeah. And they let go. Other dudes will just hold on like, oh, yeah. you just don't want to tap person you. Yeah. And it's like, no, dude, you don't have it. The, the best already know they don't have it. The good ones – understand oh, okay i need to let go here yeah the bad ones hold on 
you know? Yeah. And so yeah. it's, but there, and then, and then there's the other thing. It's got to be brought up and mentioned because sometimes like the, the guy that's not, it's not necessarily bad. It's just, he's like, okay, if I hold on, like, uh, is it leading to like, can I get this other thing? And like, you know, they're maybe thinking slowly or whatever yeah. like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, cause we're all learning, mm-hmm. but, but the, the main point of that is, um, if in the, you never know what moment's going to sink in. Right. And it's that it's, if we do that, here's how it matters to you as a grappler. If you do that and you live by that and with your regular training partners that, you know, you hold them accountable and yourself accountable. Literally, I do believe this, your, your learning will multiply, uh, exponentially mm-hmm. it, it, you'll learn so much faster right you really will right. and if you've ever gone through a period where you're like God, i just feel like i'm just kind of like plateauing that's on you man that's because you're not actively consciously making decisions to absorb and right. and correct things right and or do that for your partner right yeah that's that's one thing for me that i've learned over the training for pan ams is like i'm as a white belt you're like okay I'm going to do a private. I'm going to do a private on Turtle. Cool. Next mm-hmm. week, I'm going to do it. Schedule it. I'm yeah. going to do it. Yeah, schedule it. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, I got a, I got a baseline understanding of Turtle. All right, cool. Next week, can we do some uh, – let's do some open guard. All right, cool. You know? Yeah. And then I'm like, well, what are, what are, you, what are you talking about, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember anything. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, I get bits and pieces. So the last, like, four privates I've done is all half guard. Yeah. Oh, and I it's see. Like, and oh, it's yeah. like – it's like – well, we, we we talked about that last week. It's like okay, let's talk about it again. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it again. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Drive again. it in, man. Right, and it's just like, and oh. now this is how you do half guard. Right, and yeah. now I feel confident. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about half guard a month ago. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I love half guard. I'm getting here a lot. I know how to get here. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, let's yeah. frame them up, Kazushi. You know, all right, drop them down. Drop like I'm like yeah. movement. You know, so it. I love that stuff. And you're right. You do learn a lot. Like, I'm learning, how, like, we were doing uh, double ankle sweep. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was killer, man. I mean, that that sunk in but for me. For me, I'm getting my sensitivity up. That was what I was doing. Yeah, because you were like, oh, right there. I, I can, can feel it right there. I was I can like, feel it right you're there. going yeah. down. You're going down. Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm not. I'm like, we. Yeah, <laughs> I was. But, I, but for me, I'm like, oh, man, my sensitivity to this is really elevated. I know. I literally, if I go to the tournament and I get a double ankle sweep, I'm you gonna, know when it's going to work. I know when it's going to work and when it's yeah. not. And, and I'm not going to waste my time if it's not. I'm like, this is pointless. I need to do something else. Yeah. Or, or I'm like, I got it. You know what I mean? And then even now it leads to, all right, I know that I have it. I Because I know that I have it, I'm going to do it and I'm going to stand right up. It's not a surprise to me. It's not a surprise that I'm going to, because as a white belt and before, it was a surprise. I'm like, oh, he's going down. And then yeah. I, I'm, we're both laying on our backs, and now it's a scramble. Now yeah. I'm I know it before I even do it, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh cool, I'm gonna come right up. You know that feeling, yeah, from drilling it, right? Yeah. But then for you, you're like, oh, bump it. I'm just gonna crawl over his back and break his legs. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, had to, yeah, because had to because what I learned was that because w- w- I drilled it later with a different body type. Yeah. What I learned is that your your power in your hips and your uh, and the spatial relation between me and the floor when I'm uh, when I'm in in your uh, potential ankle uh, double ankle sweep. Um, I don't have as much of a window there. I got this little tiny spot that I have to have correctly. I have to have it perfectly correct. But if I throw my body forward, I'm much more stable. It's a much higher percentage pass. Right. And whereas with a smaller person, I can I can employ all those things we were drilling. Mm. But um, 
But you also have to be aware of that. Like, because I've noticed that uh, sometimes I'm paired up with you or I'm paired up with Paul or I'll be paired up with Seth. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I'm drilling something, body type matters, man, big right. time. And and that sunk in yesterday, big, it, like huge. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I ended up like, you know, it was really hard for me to find that spot where the technique was correct. Because you were right there. You were right in that in that little sweet point. Right. Yeah. So that was valuable, really valuable. Right. Um, but the walkover, you know, in, in my case, cause I am smaller and it, you know, it allowed me to like create a, a better base. And then like now, now I can, uh, now I can, you know, negate any power you have from there. So, uh, I was able to, uh, you know, th- learn an overarching right. lesson, right? you know, if I'm listening for these things and paying attention to them, they matter. But if I'm not, and I'm just in class, like, okay, and we put our hand here and we do that. Okay, great. And I'm not paying attention. It's almost like a wasted day. Like, all right, you got some athletic training. Well, and, well and that's the thing that I really appreciate about you. All right, James is like, all right, slap, let's roll. And you're like, I'm not rolling. Well, I'm yeah. going to figure this crap out. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do this technique. Dude, how many times have I or anyone in our gym just been like, oh, cool, let's roll. For sure. And they never even learned what they did. Yeah, they never, yeah. They never got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just I, – there's such high value for me right now, especially getting ready for tournament, but for positional sparring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like – Unless I'm like, I'm going to find a 270 blue belt and I'm going to roll with him yeah. to practice for Pan Ams, like rolling with Seth, rolling with you. It, it doesn't value you. It, there's no, not good, as much it's, value. It's good training, it's but okay. it's not it's not as a, much value as you and I positional sparring. Well, it's even more it's – even, it's even harder for you because, in you know, not only – is it like we have more technique? We just have more years on the mats. So we have more technique. So we're going to be doing stuff you're just not going to run into. Right. But we're smaller than you. We're going to do different things because of that. And right. then the technique, you're just not going to run into most of the stuff we do in right. a roll. Jimmy dropping into a heel hook. Nah, not, man. Not going to heel yeah, hook me. We don't yeah. value you. Right. Or, or I mean, uh, we, we don't, don't value you. <laughs> what am I saying? We, I'm you, used to it. <laughs> we, we have no value to you in a roll. In a right. live roll, uh, <clears throat> training-wise for a tournament, we have no value to you. Right. Zaid might, but positional sparring does. Yeah, Zaid might because he'll give you a better look for the body type and the movement that you're going to get. Right. Although he is an anomaly in his flexibility, he's he's been by the way text. He's been no. <laughs> he's been putting all kinds of comments. <laughs> you're handsome, bro, for your weight. <laughs> I manhandled that brown belt IBJJF rules. I would have won, but he also beat me. <laughs> single leg to single leg X. He should be playing football with them stats. <laughs> I think I could uh, be Gronk right now. What? Wow. Uh, what's the website called? Need that in my life. This is kind of late. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. P- uh, Paul Gableman says that's bullshot. Heavyweights. I think he meant yeah. the other. Yeah. Um, heavyweights should be able to move like small guys. That's what Paul says. Yeah. It's kind of true. It is true. Sort of. Uh, cyborg. Uh, Orlando Sanchez, all the heavyweights that are ranked in the top 40. So he's saying that when you asked who else is, you know, yeah. what big guys are, I don't know. Gordon is a big guy. Sort of Zaid, but the guy he was rolling with was shaped different. That's what I was getting at. Mm. Cyborg Abreu. Yeah, these guys are super athletic. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so... So in training, I guess I guess what we're getting at is you're training for a tournament. That's what we're talking about. If you're in training uh, for a tournament, you got to pick your partners yeah. uh, based on what they're gonna, wh- what value they have to you. Because there's a certain amount of time you're gonna spend on the mat, right? But I mean, it was super helpful for me in you positional and sparring yeah. when I'm doing seated guard. 
And yeah. you're like, don't drop your head. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's laser yeah. etched in my brain. Yeah. Don't drop your head. Not only don't drop my head and see the guard, don't drop my head when I'm standing oh, up. Oh, for sure. Don't, that's the spot. Don't drop my head. Don't drop yeah. my head. And yeah. so now in my mind, I'm like, what is one thing I will not do in this tournament? Yeah. What will I not do in the tournament? I will not yeah. drop my head. You're going to walk in like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Why would he look at me? <laughs> like, the guy's looking at the ceiling. Oh, man, his posture is amazing, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. And and that, But I'm also not Seth. Right. You know, I'm a, I can hang size-wise a little bit more. Right. Um, but the best look for you in a live role, because we were drilling positional, which is that's right. different. You know, Seth could give you value. I could give you value. Anybody could positional. But um, – and we'll see what's going on. But uh, size-wise – Big Mike. It's know. Big Mike is in a live Paul, role. Yeah. Zaid Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah. It does feel like it does is interesting to it's interesting to me and I mean James James is I would That's what I was going to say, yeah. Guy. But um it's interesting to me our gym has a lot of big guys. Like yeah. I've been to other yeah, gyms and there's like I look around I'm like there's oh like my two gosh. big guys or if that. Those yeah. guys are on an island. Right. Yeah. If that. And it's like anytime I go day or night there is somebody that I can roll with that is equal weight or equal size that's really cool you know what i mean which is like oh wow you know that's really cool yeah i wonder why that is because we have the best gym in the world and the best place in the world and the best people how about a huge shout out to our sponsors gjjsav <laughs> best place in the world to train the best martial art in the world from the best people in the world you know what it's time for though oh no the fake mma news is upon us here it is it's uh not the real news we made it up but uh, now you will have heard it, and you won't be able to unhear it. Noticias falsificadas. In crazy news, Diego Sanchez, who's known for being nuts, will employ, uh, will enroll in a professional athlete brain study to prove he's not nuts. <laughs> After he and his life coach and weird guy you'd meet at a music festival, Joshua Faria, created waves that may or may not have gotten the 16-year UFC contracted veteran fighter cut from the UFC. Um at a private fighters meeting, Sanchez and the Ganja Gubal salesman from the Oregon Country Fair uh, videotaped a cringeworthy attempt to call out members of the MMA media for not being fair to Diego in their commentary. As a result, Cowboy Cerrone had to fight a regular guy who normally fights at 170 instead of the lighter, crazier Sanchez, which resulted in Cowboy getting knocked out for the fourth time in six fights. Said every Cowboy fan ever, what's fair about that, <laughs> lunatic? In a related story about Paula Abdul, Tom Cruise, and Andy Dick uh, are also being tested to make sure that they are still batshit crazy, too. <laughs> In uh, belt news, Michael Chandler will get a shot at the vacant lightweight title against Charles Oliveira this coming weekend in only his second fight in the UFC. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Second fight, he's getting a shot at the belt. The same, uh, the same week, Dana White has uh, also cut a 16-year veteran, uh, Diego Sanchez, and threatened to cut beloved American fighter Budweiser frontman and 51-fight veteran Donald Cowboy Cerrone. White has also announced that he's selling his homes and getting new ones and divorcing his wife and marrying a new one and adopting new children because keep it fresh, homie. <laughs> in African news, there are now three Afri uh, African champions in the UFC. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Which finally explains why all those world champion runners were from Africa for all those years. Because those badass fighters, Usman, Adesanya, and Ngano, hadn't left yet. Yeah. Everyone else had to learn how to run really fast. And that's the fake MMA news. Noticias falsificadas. The news that is not news. Because we made it up, but now you've heard it and you can't unhear it. Would you like some... Um 
Watermelon. I'm not sure which fork's mine anymore. <laughs> They're both wet, so I'm like nervous. <laughs> I gave him tea from a teacup. Uh, Where you get tea? Yes, continue. Uh, I gave him tea in a teacup that was sitting under there. I had dusted it, so I started wiping out with my fingers. All, oh, great. This is going to be good. <laughs> so I took it outside. My dog liked it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think you're ready. I think you're ready, and you don't need to worry about Pan Ams. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> well, I do. I just do. I rolled with you, and I think you're ready because, you, look, you, you're at this point in your blue belt career, which is pretty early. Yeah. Um, you're getting experience and the more and you do tournaments so go 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 and you're not right. looking to bring home gold you're just looking to get the experience and do the thing right. and see where you stack up and then you're going to come back with all this knowledge what you're going to do this coming weekend is to go get a bunch of knowledge and stick it in your knapsack and bring it back and be like here's what I got to work on right so in that respect you're going to do great yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah win or lose you'll do great right. as as a matter of fact if you win you'll do worse at that right yeah You'd be like, oh, this worked and that worked. Great. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we teach it. <laughs> <laughs> what didn't work, yeah. Grant? Yeah. So that's cool. And Zaid's going with you? Yep. Are you, are you nervous about that, about traveling with Zaid? No. Okay. You guys are in the same hotel? Mm-mm. Same car? Mm-mm. Okay. You guys should have got the same car. By the way, we were saying this. Dude, be, cars are crazy. Cars are hard to get. This would be hilarious if at tournament, like on tournament day of Pan oh, Ams, yeah. you call the the place. You're like, uh, hey, yeah, I'd like a vehicle for um, uh, in Pan Ams. Okay, great. What's your weight class? And then they give you a car like <laughs> <laughs> that fits your weight class. Get an Escalade. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, there's a bus in the parking lot. <laughs> All the roosters, all the rooster weights are. It's just one Polynesian dude. <laughs> he he rents it. Oh, uh, that's a Zaid said he's going to rent a U-Haul. Yeah, <laughs> like one of those twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's pretty funny. You see, uh, oh, your your featherweight. Here's a bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> smart car. Yeah. He has smart cars. Seth shows up in a smart car. Uh, motor motorized bicycle. <laughs> Skateboard. <Me>. <clears throat> yeah. Segway. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. As a big guy, ha- do you invert? Yeah. Do you, you do. I try to. I want yeah. to. You yeah. go under and I need to, Yeah, I need to get better at that. But okay. I, like to, I, like to, I like to spin in. Does your neck, is your neck, because you're a larger man, is it stronger and more stable? Or, or is there more weight on it so it's more dangerous? I don't know. <clears throat> what does it feel like? I've never, been, I don't know. I've You've never, never inverted? Been, no, I've never been a small guy to know. <laughs> oh, right. <Yeah. laughs> but I mean, do you feel stable? Or oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we did neck exercises for years, you know. Mm-hmm. Football. Yeah. Tell me about football. Why did you get into football? Just because boys get into football? Because I'm a big guy. <laughs> is that it? You should like, the same as any tall guy. You should play basketball. Oh, you're, really? You are a tall person, even if you're horrible. <clears throat> really? Yeah, you are huge. Who'd you play for? Jesus. <laughs> 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 um. So I'll, I'll give you a little bit of my weight history. Okay. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah. When you were little, were you always were you really skinny or were you? No, I'm okay. dude. I came out the womb huge. Oh, you know all right. I mean? like, Where were you born at? Do you know what your weight was born? I know my kids uh, no, were like 10 and 12. No, I don't. Huge. But uh, I do. Um, I, I didn't walk until I was like two. What? <laughs> yeah. Why? Because I was so big. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. True story. But I did Whoa. win a diaper derby, calling diaper derby, because I was like sandbagging, I guess. You know. You what? <laughs> diaper was, derby? Yeah. Like it was a diaper derby for like a year's supply of diapers. Oh, really? I won. Crawled. Oh, no kidding? Yeah, but I think it was sandbagging because I was two and all the other kids were like six, Oh, you were way older? Months. Ah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So you were just waiting for the derby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, like, so in sixth grade, I weighed 185. 
Wow. Yeah. That's so, substantial. Right. Yeah. And then seventh grade, I was 211. And then yeah. eighth grade, I was 240. Whoa. And then I leveled out. Wait a minute. Height-wise, were you taller than the other kids? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. was about the, almost the same size as I am now. In, in like middle school, I like shot up quick. Everyone wow. thought I was going to be like a Goliath monster, monster. Right, but right, you right. stopped growing. St- ninth grade, I st- pretty much yeah. stopped. Yeah, I-, I got filled out more. So like sixth grade or ninth grade, tenth grade, eleventh grade, twelfth grade, I maintained around that two sixty range. You know, what's the genetic explanation for this? <laughs> Why what, were your parents? Was your dad that way? Because that's a lot of growth to happen all in the beginning of your life. Yeah, like they were projecting I was going to be six four and huge and yeah, awesome. But no, I stopped growing. Now you're just regular size and awesome. And yeah, big. yeah. Regular size, big, and awesome. Yeah, and it's weird because I, I, dude, I, this is a f- funny to me. It might not be funny to you. I always win at the fair. When they guess your weight, I always win. You can guess people's weight. No, no, no. They try oh. to guess my weight. They're like, oh, yeah, what, two, two thirty, two. Oh, they miss by a because, mile because I'm because I'm. It's all compact. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? and, well, you have bone density. And it's like too. actually, I'm two seventy five. They're like, Whoa. <laughs> so I always get the stuffed animal. Yeah, your bones are made of lead. Mm-hmm. My son has heavy bones. I have heavy bones. My dad had heavy. I'm t- nobody. I'm the same with that because I think it's bones. Yeah, yeah. The thicker and heavier your bones are, because I weigh two oh eight. Right. I don't look 208. No. Yeah. So um, my son. You look at least 206. <laughs> my son, when I like wake him up for school and I'll like pick up his leg and like try to, you know, like yeah. do with kids. And I'm like, wake up, man. And I, I'm like, Jesus, this thing's like heavy. <laughs> right. Wow. Right. Yeah. And my but dad. But even if I that. lost 50 pounds right now, I would look very similar, similar yeah. to what I'd look like. Bone yeah. density. Yeah. Yeah. What's your genetic uh, back? What's your nationality or whatever? Like where are you I have people? Where ans- are your people from? I have an, let me look at my ancestry. What is it? Have you done that? Yeah. Uh, what was it? I, I, I'm mostly like Irish, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, German Irish. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some big weird European stuff that happened genetically back yeah. in the day, and yeah, we're all mixed. In well, that. you know what it was, and th- this is so fascinating. But uh, we we bred out the Neanderthals, which uh, forty thousand years ago there was Neanderthals, and uh, we kind of bred them out, and mm-hmm. they didn't die out. We didn't outcompete them. We actually bred them out because mm-hmm. we have genetic we have genetic markers, especially so every every human has a little bit of genetic uh, relation to Neanderthal, a little bit of Neanderthal mm. in their genes. Some people have more than the others. Yeah, well, <laughs> Africans do not, mm. and none, because they didn't come up into Europe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Asians have like two point five percent or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the most r- remarkable thing is that uh, Europeans, especially, so Europeans in general are like four to five percent for. 4.5 to 5% like in that area and then um the more the the heavier uh amounts the higher amounts are in like you know Sweden and Norway no, and Germany no actually yeah well yeah yeah mm-hmm. Scandinavia and 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 like um the Isles yeah yeah United Kingdom yeah which is me and you I'm the same and I think that's that's the bone that's where the bone density and stuff yeah. comes from it's like a little different yeah and it's like our know, superpower, five point five percent Neanderthal. Yeah. We should do that study. <laughs> you ever met a guy that you're like, uh, you know, he's like describing some injury or something, and and they don't get hurt. Yeah, they don't ha- they don't feel pain the same way. Yeah, yeah. That it's that it's you know, there's like all these. I'd like to see a more detailed uh, research on that. Like, I bet Elon Musk will do it. Yeah. I'm curious because there's all these people that like are able to do things that other people aren't, and yeah. 
it's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, like I think I mean you you do a lot more crazy things than I do, but really, no, I'm saying getting hit in the face with surfboards. Oh, that yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, how many times have you broken anything? Uh, I just broke my collarbone once. Yeah. I've, yeah, nothing. I yeah. broke my wrist one time when I was little. Yeah. I fell on it, you know. That, other than that, I've never broken anything. Yeah. And you've done some stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I got like, when I got this thing to my face, that was like a solid like, wham! I remember it was like audible from the beach and people said, and it was like, and, and when it hit, it felt like a baseball bat. And I thought, I'm in trouble. Yeah. And I looked around and I'm still up and I'm like, uh, okay, well, I'm conscious. And then I felt my hand, it was covered in blood. Yeah. Or I felt my head. And then... um you know, and then I ch- had it all checked out. There's no fracture in the skull. There's no concussion. There's no right. sign of any of that stuff. So why is that? Because uh, you know, I must. It must be bone density. Yeah, or the milk of the '90s. The milk of the '90s. Yeah. <laughs> what is the milk of the '90s? No, just you. You do a joke about the milk of the. What, I do. Yeah. What are you, you talking about? You talked about the milk. I mean, in your one of your jokes, you're like, what? Really? Skim milk is just a response oh to the, yeah you know, that's right yeah something like that but anyways so the milk of the night from I, bone density but everything yeah. everything like growing up it was like drink milk, drink milk, drink milk. well here's the other thing they say drink milk but um but you know what bone density is built from is uh micro fractures yeah not it's milk. from activity <laughs> right from doing things yeah so the very people that have the problems with bone density they're like oh i, I have a bone density issue i can't well now you're just gonna waste away to nothing because right. you're not doing anything right that's always dri- driven me nuts because instinctively i knew when my grandmother or my whoever you know family member um the less active they got the more they just kind of declined into this arched thing then right. like just you know into a seat into a chair a tv right. and uh, that was it that's a wrap right. and uh i'd watch it happen again and again and, and i and i always knew but still doctors were telling people oh you need to you know you have to be careful of these activities because of blah blah blah. Right. i don't believe that right there's women there's women running because they're a lighter frame they're a woman so they're able to run longer into their old age uh, but they're running into their 90s, literally. Right. And, right. and and the reason they're able to do that is because they kept doing it. Right. Because they didn't stop. Well, I mean, even Pedro said Elio was doing, Elio, yeah. doing in ni- 90s doing jiu I saw a video of him at night. Yeah, he, 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 I think he died at 94. And I saw mm-hmm. a video of him of two years previous. with, um, And he was frustrated. It'd be interesting to talk to to Elio about, I mean, to um, Pedro. <laughs> very yeah, but, that'd be wild. But no, to talk to Pedro about that because I saw him uh, rolling with uh, Horion and like mm-hmm. doing stuff with Horion. And you could see on his face that he was mad at Horion for not fighting him as hard. Mm-hmm. He could tell Horion was like sandbagging a little because he's older. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't want to hurt him or whatever. He's like, Argh! and he's like, in the video, you can see he's like pissed. Yeah. Good, no, you fight me, you know, because that's his in his mind. He's like, I don't know. That's got to be frustrating yeah. for a guy like that, yeah. you know. Do you think you'll you'll train uh, on into your old age? Is that your plan? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Me too. I mean, either that or pickleball. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I'm not gonna do pickleball. You're not doing pickleball. No, no, no. Uh, that guy almost got me convinced. Yeah. The guy at your church. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, old man, old guy. He's not that old. His name. Algar. Yeah, old guy. Yeah, he, he was telling me about pickleball. People love pickleball. I'm not doing it. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm back into jiu-jitsu, addicted, hooked again. You know? Dude, there's a couple people that have come back. Some some yeah. blue belts that are, that are like gone for like a year or two. Well, you know, a lot of us had to be. I couldn't <clears throat> convince. There was no way I could convince my wife that it was going to be sanitary in whatever way it needed to be. And she was trying to stop 
any cross pollinating of uh, you know germs just to mitigate the possibility of right. spreading COVID or giving it to a family member. And so I just couldn't come up with a way to make that work at all, right. other than me and Joel. Right. And so Joel and I, and I, this is interesting. Joel and I rolled so much in that garage together, which it wasn't a ton, but it was enough that we got each other's rhythm down. He came in and trained the other night, and I think, and I was thinking, okay, I've changed things, how I'm doing things a little bit and mm. stuff. Um, it still felt very similar, and right. I'm like, well, we keep going to the same stuff again, right? That's a real thing yeah. when you train with one guy too much, mm-hmm. yeah, where it, you kind of know each other's patterns, you kind of mm-hmm. go to them, uh, and I found myself reverting. And Back. doing things, yeah, doing things I was doing four months ago. You're like, don't do that. Well, I was like, wow, that's weird. Yeah. yeah, that I that I reverted. Yeah, to yeah, but um, and maybe he's just advancing and getting better now. He's coming back too, you know. But um, but yeah, I f- I feel like uh, I fear that a little bit of getting too caught up with the same partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of I, I don't feel that way though. You 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 train with everybody. Yeah, but I mostly train with. Big. I mean, if Zaid's there, we train most of the time. Do you worry about uh, training with smaller people, hurting them? No. You don't? You're able to control your weight enough? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you in the beginning? No. Did, when the beginning day, we were about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you couldn't control your weight right, as, not, right, as much right. as your body. You I know? didn't know what was wrong and what wasn't. Where to be. Right. Right. I noticed that with Like, dudes. I'm like, scarfold. Oh, I just broke my guy's rib. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, That's like, yeah. oh, no. You know, it's like, I'll just put my, like a small person, I'll just put my hip on the ground. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, this is scarf. It's annoying, and it's just as much pressure. Not just as much pressure, but for them, it's a lot of pressure. But you're not going to lean up on them. But I'm not going to pick crunch. up. I'm not going to pick my hip up. Yeah. Yeah. But with Paul. And you- I don't play top. I don't play top with yeah. small people. You're not a top. I know that about you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're ready? This is it. You're ready? I got to be. Okay. Got class today, and then that's it. And then I'll fly out tomorrow. Anything you want to work on today? I'm going to be in class. I don't know. I'm going to see what he talks about. Okay. Well, we're doing, you know. Open we're, guard. We're doing open guard. Which is such a blessing. Oh, my gosh. Because it's perfect timing I'm for you. I'm so glad we've been doing no-gi for the last couple of weeks. Because <clears throat> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, how does this work in no-gi? You know, when we're doing gi stuff. Because yeah. I'm like trying to train for this. Like, Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm excited, man. I hope Zaid kills it. I hope I kill it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people we know going. Really? Well, just like extended BJJ right. family. Yep, you know? yep. All oh. the people from around here, like uh, Divine and, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It'll be exciting. How do we How do we watch you? Are you going to live stream any of it? Ah, yeah, if I can get my teach my dad how to do it. <laughs> He's going with you? Yeah. Really? Yeah, so it's like... What a, a cool day! Yeah, it's like a cool father son trip. Does that make you nervous? No, not at all. No, he's excited. He's like, I'm gonna coach him and do. It. He doesn't know it, anything ah! about it. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Was he there for all your football games? Yeah, really. Yeah, he was there for everything. He he actually he comes to. Uh, we did a tournament. He he drove down to Jacksonville for a tournament one time, mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, it's so funny. It was my first tournament, actually, my first BJJ tournament. Yeah. I was a white belt. No one in my weight class, so they put me in blue belt, you know. And this blue belt's trying to armbar me, and my and my I mean my grip is just solid, and he can't. He's just trying to yank it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad, <laughs> my dad's like, "You're never gonna get it." <laughs> <laughs> he's talking trash. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it was just it was super funny because I was just like. He has no idea what's going on. He's like, you're never going to get that. You know? And yeah. He's like coaching me. He's like, he, you know, he's trying to do his best. He's like, get on top. Yeah. Five minutes. You know, uh, 
good job. You know. Oh yeah, he's watching. The, he's trying to watch and learn, right? Yeah. Watching the clocks and yeah. figuring out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, um, but he's in it. Is like, he, he funny like you? No, because you have a really funny sense of humor. He's he's dry humor. Yeah. Yeah. He's corny. You know? Old guy corny. Yeah. Feed store. Yeah. Sitting at the feed store telling dad jokes. Yeah. Kind of thing. Or like you know, he'll like send a picture or something and like. Super lonely out here on this cruise, having fun. You know, just like, and we're like, oh, dad, you know. Like, yeah. But he's not lonely. He's just like, they with my tie. I'm lonely here. You know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the we're classic all at jokes. work or like with you know he, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. What, what what did he do for a living that he retired from? He hasn't retired yet. Oh, he's still working. My mom retired. Really? Yeah. Did she come to your football games? Yeah. And she is she coming out to this thing or that? No, 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 this no, no, no. This yeah. She's going to my game. sister's kids ballet recital she covers that stuff yeah okay <laughs> dad's got the vjj flying to dallas <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh so so he he's not retired yet he's how old is he principal uh 59 59 yeah dude he's not much older than me <laughs> right you could That's be my hilarious. dad Colin. i totally could be your daddy yeah wait a minute so uh he had you young yeah yeah because you're so he had you at 20 no. Ish? No. I thought, wait, when were you born? 87. I mean, uh, how old are you? <laughs> you can do the math. I can't do that math. <laughs> I'm 30, I just turned 34. 34. Yeah. And he's what? 59. 25. Oh, 25, yeah. Okay, yeah, I had the math wrong. I yeah. thought he was like 15. I'm like, how is this working out? Yeah. So he's a principal? Yeah. Where? Gould. Gould, okay. Yeah. Is that in town here? Yeah. It must be. He doesn't fly in. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, you, but has he been a teacher his whole life? No, he was a professional chef for years. What? Yeah, he was a professional chef, and you were an enormous child. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not seeing any connection here at all. Yeah, it was cool. So, like, I mean, not I wasn't I wouldn't say cheap. I would say in, ingenuitive. Uh, yeah, creative, uh, creative. Yeah. So, like, he cooked prom dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like creme brulee, and like he brought a little fire torch and stuff. And wow. It, so it was like in our kitchen. Dude, I, like, I love chefs. I'm I love not going to pay a hundred dollars per meal for us to do prom. Yeah, good. Everybody come up like it was like f- five couples. Everybody come to my house. My dad don't make dinner. He's like filet mignon and blah blah blah. Yeah, you know? the real thing. Yeah, yeah. Did you learn? Did you get that gene? Are you, are you a cook? I cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you the one who cooks in in your household, or does your no? Because your wife has all those beautiful dishes from the Middle East. No, she doesn't cook. I cook all those. Middle- you cook all that? All the beautiful dishes from the Middle East. You do that? Yeah, her mom taught me. Oh, really? Yeah. So she doesn't? Uh-uh. Is her mom disappointed in that? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like... Yeah, her yeah, dad's Culturally, like, that's not... Her dad... He even said this last week. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's apologetic? I, I gave you a, a, bro- a broken one. <laughs> she was just never interested in the cook. <laughs> In the cooking, because <laughs> culturally that's yeah. not a thing. Yeah, yeah. you got to do that. Yeah, I was like, that's okay. <laughs> You're cool with it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She she actually cooks. Uh, she has like a couple go tos. Like she'll do tacos, lasagna. Okay, that's how my wife is. That's she has her go tos. Yeah, that's about it. So, do, uh, is your are your in laws are they like becoming Americanized in certain ways where that stuff is like they get it now? They're like, oh okay, yeah. I guess some people just women. Some women do and don't cook. And- uh, I think they were always like it's super. That's a that's a whole nother podcast. But like, oh okay, they came over during the revolution. You know stuff like that. Let's do that podcast. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's we'll do it's just interesting because they were so disenfranchised with culture just what happened over know? there yeah literally just friends killing friends and yeah. all that stuff and just 
the tyrant dictatorship and stuff like that. So he, they've always been like, choose for yourself. Like, if you want to be Buddhist, Christian, Muslim, you okay. choose. Okay. We're not going to force that on you. That's religion. Speaking of religion, that's religion. Okay, yeah. But then, but what also about culture? In culture as well. Oh, okay. they were very. Um, they were very. It's weird. They um, they never taught the Natasha English because they didn't want her to have an accent. Oh, so she learned English in school. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. So they only spoke Farsi at home. They in the they were in Kansas City, and there's a huge Iranian population there. So they mm-hmm. they watched Iranian shows, and they did Iranian things, and they yeah. did all the where Kansas City. Oh, okay. And so that 